0: You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project, a bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an s Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At ST, it's just what we do. s t Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
1: Y'all know what time it is, man. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, and it is the Steelers Blitz, but more importantly, it's 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and if you're hearing us, that means you're hearing me on one of two wings, either on Steelers Nation Radio or you're on Fox Sports Pittsburgh, but either way, we're going to have a blast. It's going to be a very interactive show because we got a Saturday game. Saturday game means no Friday show. No Friday show means we got to give you all the fixings on a Moats host oh, Wednesday. I got to get prepared. So you better drop your mixtape if you're ready for them bars at the end of the show. We're going to definitely take you in the classroom with a little five-star Wednesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, we're going to have a little bit of fun in between everything else with score predictions and stuff like that. So the way to keep it interactive is to hit us up on the Twitter.com or more newly known as X at thebody 52 <laughs> The 52 and at Wesley Euler, The good hair. And you do have a good head of hair, but baby, we talked about it, but, you know, since our schedule has been a little altered this week due to the holiday, shout out to the new year, 2024, shout out to Coach T taking over the press conference on Monday, so we came in here yesterday and... uh. You know, we got to chit chatting a little bit, talking about, you know, yesterday, or talking about the weekend's performance, Mason Rudolph, quarterback scenarios. And obviously, we knew some of the stuff that was surrounding the game, too. We kind of flirted with that, right? Right. But the one thing that I kind of forgot the one something? thing that I kind of, we really just, 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 just for the way that I wanted us to get on it. Well, I can tell you got
2: something to get off your chest here.
1: Well, you know, it was some history made. I, I totally forgot to address the history that was made. On Sunday, with that victory. Um. In fact, the historic accomplishment was that this marks the seventeenth consecutive season to start a career without a singular losing season. I know. I know people are gonna get upset. Oh man, you're celebrating mediocrity. Well, actually, we can't celebrate mediocrity because mediocrity would have losing seasons in there. Because there are a ton of teams that have losing seasons. Even the greatest of coaches. Your Tom Landrys, your Belichicks, who are the only other coaches that have had longer winning seasons consecutively. Just two. But even they ain't do it one, like that. One, two, buckle my shoe. Even though they ain't do it like how Coach T has done it. You know? And it's one of those things where it's like each and every year.
2: Oh, I like this conversation. Each and
1: every year, we talk about
2: this thing. This one gonna get some reaction on the Each dot com. I'm gonna put my feet up.
1: Let's year. do this. Oh, my Each feet are going up in the studio. Each and every year, we get so we get so worked up about it. As I said yesterday, sometimes just the mention of not a losing season it gets. Pe- What's that? The new standard? It gets people's undergarments a little bit uncomfortably aligned. Under their clothes, okay. But uh-huh. the one thing that I will say is this, Mr. Wesley Valen you. Euler. You know, name. You know you can't make the postseason without first
2: having a winning record. Did you know that? I do believe that. I, I, well, unless you were like one of those seven and nine teams that but, have but made it a couple this, times, but, but, yeah. those, but
1: those days are over now those with the added game. Now, the added game. You can have don't ten think wins we're and see miss. that again. You could have ten wins in this in the new era.
2: Right. You know? I think the days of seeing teams with a losing record get into the postseason win a division are done now with the extra
1: game. So it's like, you can't get these opportunities without first the prerequisite of winning. I need to know can you win the first part? Before we talk big winning, before we talk about the confetti games and everything that, you know, comes with the privilege of winning, before we get to that, you got to do this part first. You know, it's a lot of coaches out here, man. It's a lot of teams out here, man. It's a lot of Super Bowl champs out here, man, that ain't got this on their record, baby. That's all I'm saying. And as much as, you know, we would like to either minimize it or praise it, I think at the bare minimum you have to respect it because sustained winning is not something that is easily accomplished. It's not something that you bulk at. And especially when you think about just the various ways that we've had to Come up with victories. I mean, we're sitting here right now, two games over 500, and we're kind of like, how did we get here? How did this happen? It couldn't have been the case after we lost to the oh-so-terrible Arizona Cardinals. Don't ask Philadelphia about them, trust me. It couldn't have been after we lost to the god-awful Patriots. Whoo! good thing Buffalo found a way to get up out of there, huh? It couldn't have been that. But it's one of them things where it's like, yo, you're seeing – a guy showed that he still can get the job done. He's showing that it has not passed him by. He's also showing that something that we, you know, had questions about earlier in the season, is he still able to reach the new generation of talent? Can he motivate them? Can he get them on the right path? The Steeler way? Bring back the culture that we had talked about? And I'm just saying, man, right now, these past two weeks, it's felt a lot like what? Steelers football. It's felt a lot like what? The culture is back. When we watch these games, it feels a lot like what? Man, this is what we grew up watching. This is what we fell in love with. But man, we can't get that if it don't start up top, man. So I did just want to, you know, start off with that. Because, like I said, I don't feel like we hit that the way that I wanted us to hit that. Because, baby... We gonna talk playoff wins and the lack thereof, and that is also appropriate. But you are not even allowed to have that conversation without this right here first.
2: But what was your thoughts, been on the 17th consecutive non-losing nah, season, record-breaking, oh, might I add? You set me up here. This is this is one of those topics that that divides Steeler Nation, without a doubt. Half of the people. It, it,
1: isn't it funny though? It divides them because it's winning.
2: Half of the people. It's the craziest half thing. Half of the people look at it and they go, "Yeah, that's amazing that Mike Tomlin has been able to do that." West,
1: West, West. Wait a minute. Before you even go there, you know this makes the seventeenth season in a row. Next that, year he's going no, no, to no, no, no. be able to
2: stop, buy tobacco stop, next stop year. It, stop it. But think about it. Think about it. The
1: seventeenth season in a row. We're going into the final game of the regular season. They once again have every chance they to make been eliminated the playoffs. From the postseason. 17 seasons in a row. Wes, Wes, 17 seasons. It Wes, is crazy when we you say flame it, frame it that seasons? way. 17 seasons?
2: I think honestly,
1: even the, two eight, even the eight and eights, the even more, the eight and eight, we still had a chance in the, the last. More week of the more impressive way
2: to frame it to me is not just seventeen years without a losing season; it's seventeen years where you haven't played a meaningless football game, like, bro. That's the way to about? frame it. Our, you know, I've referenced before; we've mentioned him here on our show. our, 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 our hes the director of promotions here at yes. iHeartRadio. He's our—he's the producer, the executive producer of our Steelers broadcast, Dan Quinlan. This is Dan's fourteenth season. Being the producer for the Steelers broadcast, traveling with the teams and all that, like I do, he has never. He told me this at the start of the season, and it blew my mind. But it's true. He said I've never once done a Steelers game, a Steelers radio broadcast, where the season was done, where the game went meant nothing. You know how special when and rare, you rare that frame is, bro. It that
1: way, do you know how special and rare that is? When you frame it that way, it is wild. So, seventeen seasons of it in a row this is this is as one of those we can hate it as much as we want to
0: hate it, West. in a row. And I
2: think what you just said a minute ago, as you were kind of getting to the end of your points there, was spot on. It seems like fifty percent of the people want to minimalize it. 50 percent of the people want to glorify it, right? When I think and this is how we just do sports and in in you know, in 2024 now across the world and certainly in football and in sports circles here, is like it has to be black or white. There's no gray area. But I think it's not like you a Michael Jackson is, album. There has to be respect there. Okay? Because you could this is one of those arguments there's valid points on both sides, right? Of the You know that there's a lot of people who are hating us having this discussion right now because they're saying I don't care about that. They're saying I care about seven years coming up on here without a playoff win, and those things matter more to me. I'd rather do the Eagles thing and win a Super Bowl and then win four games and then go back to the Super Bowl. I I, I don't care about winning seasons, right? I would say if you're an older Steeler fan and you still feel that way, Man, I'm surprised because this is how the Steelers have been operating for decades.
1: What about the young Steelers fans, too? There's younger ones that got that same kind of mindset.
2: Nothing, no, nothing no. wrong with it. And, 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 but that is one of the things, and you and I have laid this out on the show many times. You can love it, you can hate it, but one of the things you should know above all else when it comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers organization is that they are going to do everything they can to win the next game.
1: Win, 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 win.
2: And Mason Rudolph continuing to be the starter is proof of that. 100%. So... When you consider it in the context, too, of this, and, and I go I go back and forth as well, too, because I think it's crazy impressive that the Steelers have never played a meaningless game other than a couple, you know the preseason games under Mike Tomlin. But as you've laid out, too, the games aren't necessarily meaningless. There's a lot of importance in those games, but you get what I'm saying. We're on the same page. I I know that there is that there's the other side of the crowd that says you know where's the the playoff wins and where's been you know it's been what I think thir- you know seven years yeah, coming so up 2016, on this year twenty sixteen without the with postseason win. game yeah you know people are saying now what it's been over a decade since a Super Bowl appearance or anything mm-hmm. like that very true it's all in what you value in the context of it. Because you can point to those things. You can say, I want to do things the Eagles' way. I don't care, the the Niners' way, right? Mm -hmm. I don't care if we have a season or so where we bottom out, as long as more consistently we're in conference championship games and true contenders. That's what really matters to me. The other way of looking at, at this is— At the same time,
1: though, that argument is kind of defeating itself because you're not really consistently in the championship games if you think about what the San Francisco Niners had to deal with to get to where they currently are. They this had a is lot of bad seasons This is a four-year window we're talking about right now. Yeah. Not 17. This is a four-year window. Let's not act like San Fran and go through some god-awful seasons, man.
2: And the real kicker to me, Motsi, when I do this back and forth in my head, right— oh yeah. When I do this, how much does it matter? How much does it, doesn't it matter? Um, playoff wins, regular season success, always being in the hunt, you know, versus the ultimate prize, all that back and forth that is fair to do, that is fair to, to debate and argue and kind of list the resumes on each side and and have that conversation. The thing that really stands out to me is when you look at all those other coaches that you mentioned that had a lot of success like Mike Tomlin in this regard and non-losing seasons, when did it come to an end? When their Hall of Fame quarterbacks retired. Oh, uh, ha-ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> when did it come to an end for Landry mm-hmm, when his mm-hmm. Hall of Fame quarterback retired? When mm-hmm. did it come to an end for Belichick when his Hall of Fame quarterback retired? It does look pretty bad up there in New England. They say they really might be moving on from that man. The, but the, it makes sense, though, because he's been struggling since Brady has left. The New Orleans Saints, Whew. how have they done since Drew Brees retired? Whew.
1: Have you seen how the Broncos are doing since Drew Brees is retired? All right, either way, man. Yeah.
2: How, how have the Broncos done since they lost their Hall of Fame quarterback and Peyton Manning? <laughs> I mean, y- you can go on down the list. Green Bay Packers may be still up in the air, right? They started out really slow this year. Jordan Love, they might be doing the darn thing again, going from good quarterback to good quarterback to good quarterback. But for everybody else, when they lose that Hall of Fame guy, it's not to say that they go in the tank and they're terrible for the rest of their careers, but it's not the same. They take a step back. They truly have there those, rebuilding, a natural drop off, those rebuilding years like you are seeing from the Patriots right now, to use a, an example. Mike Tomlin, that's the era he's in right now for the Steelers. They will never use that R word, Did you see Arthur how Hux.
1: long the Cleveland Browns took to get out of theirs? It took a Joe Flacco coming off the couch.
2: The Pittsburgh Steelers will never use the R-word.
1: Did you see how long it took for Buffalo to find somebody after Jim Kelly?
2: But they're rebuilding. (laughs) When you lose a Hall of Fame 18-year quarterback, you are rebuilding. The Green Bay Packers might make the playoffs too. Even if they do... They're rebuilding, and that's a credit to Matt LaFleur and everybody involved in that. This is true. Because they've just lost a Hall of Fame, Super Bowl-winning, MVP-winning quarterback who had been there for, what, 15 years? hmm 18 for Big Ben. Two-time, two-time Super Bowl-winning quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger. So, all this conversation, it's what you value. Because, again, if, if, if you don't care about the bottom-out seasons, that's your right. I'm not going to tell you that you're an idiot. But I also think the one thing now, especially over these last two years, that's getting left out in context of this is look at the other – specifically as it relates to Mike Tomlin now. Look at the other coaches when they lose their Hall of Fame quarterback and the team falls apart. And you know what? We thought that was happening last year, right, when they were 2-6 and six or 3-6, and six, whatever it was at but one what point. what happened?
1: They finished with a winning record.
2: And maybe even people thought that that was going to happen at points this season, like when they were 7-4 and four and lost three straight games to the Cardinals, to the Patriots, and oh, the Colts and were at 7-7. Seven seven.
1: But what happened?
2: Mason Rudolph <laughs> resurrected the season, and they've won two games against two teams that are not Super Bowl caliber, but were also fighting for their playoff lives as well, too. Well, what do you know? So, this, I, I, I come back to, I think you said it perfectly, and I'm going to steal this going forward. I don't try and minimize the seventeen game, the seventeen straight winning seasons by saying, "Yeah, but he hasn't won a playoff game in seven years and wins been the last Super Bowl appearance." I don't try and glorify it either, like acting like it means it's more God than, tier, than, than yeah. winning a Super Bowl. Right. I respect it. I mm-hmm. think that's the appropriate level of yeah. it's impressive. Got respect. It's, it's, it's man. not the ultimate goal, mm. but it's not nothing either.
1: Correct. It literally is on a positive scale. Can I take Be- my
2: feet off the desk now?
1: Yeah, man, you was, you okay. was killing it over there. Okay. I was proud of you, man. Okay. But no, in all seriousness, though, man, the reason why I say you have to respect it is this. Regardless of your feelings about postseason or about Super Bowl appearances or whatever you think your personal prerequisite or what that personal standard should be, you can't get to any of that without this first. And the fact that for 17 seasons and counting, he continues to deliver on that part, that's just the part why I say you respect that. Now, obviously, you still want more, and there is nothing against one anymore. There's nothing against critiquing and finding ways to figure out how he can improve. Right. But there is also a difference between acting as if winning seasons and winning games in the regular season don't matter. Doesn't matter. If that's the case, why do we play a regular season? If that's the case, why do we even have playoff seating, right? Right. You play these regular season games with a lot of passion because you know, if I win enough of these, I can get me a great opportunity to fast track myself to the Super Bowl. So the people that minimize regular season victories realistically are fans, mm-hmm. specifically Steelers fans that are anti Mike Tomlin's 17 game winning streak. That's the big part of it because there think about what you said. You would basically say that I would rather lose than consistently win just for the hope Cause there's no guarantee we said man one Super Bowl champ every single year right and we talked about just how many teams don't even have a Super Bowl so just for the hope you would cannibalize the consistent winning part that's the part where I'm like just if you just think about that part it sounds foolish I want a Super Bowl so bad that I would rather not win to get a Super Bowl huh you got to win first to even get that chance. Now, we ain't talking about like it's the end-all, be-all. Like we said, you still have to approve upon it. But that's just the one part that yeah. it does stand out, but it's not a global thing. It is literally that 50% that we say try to minimize the winning part. They'll say outland and stuff like, I'd rather suck for this many years and then get a chance for a ring. And it's like, okay. And then when you don't win the ring, you're just going to keep sucking still, right? Or when it doesn't work out for that guy, you're just going to keep sucking that whole process, right? All I'm saying is, We all know you got to wait for a quarterback. And if you ain't got one of the quarterbacks, you better hope you got a great architect motivator. And that's what we got here. So until you figure out that next piece, as you could already see, just the difference of two weeks versus past year and a half. Mm -hmm. Not saying that that's a consistent and that's going to be the future and that's here all be all, but you see the difference. And that's what this game is. You either have A, quarterback, or B, you got all the other pieces, a great motivator, and a guy that can help you survive poison, man. We've, we've experienced 18 of the other one. Now we experienced the two of the new version. But even with that new version, the one constant is the wins. But with that being the case, man, we're going to win on this first segment because I ain't getting no fine today. So, oh! we're going to hit this break, but when we come back, man, we might keep the convo rolling. We might not. Either way, you're going to have to stay on that other side to find out. It's Arthur Moses, Wesley Uli, and this is Steelers Blitz on Steelers Nation Radio. Simon castle on Fox Sports P.A.
0: This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, back for the second segment
1: of today's show. Of course, we're having a blast. We started off the show, though, man, from the top rope with it. Had to talk about that 17 (laughs) consecutive non-losing seasons to start the career. Record-breaking. Only guy in NFL history to do that. Like Coach history, Mike Tom, history, like history? the history of history, like you know, since like the NFL is like got created, it's like never happened before. Like nobody has ever like, like their a, first that's job hundred like some years. No, right? like do you? Realize this is first. He's still on his first head coaching tenure. Like he's still on his first head coaching go at. He hasn't had the Belichick is on a swan song. Belichick has already failed. and He had to go to you know what I'm saying. He went to he had a Cleveland on his boat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Pete Carroll. He, Pete he, Carroll. He, he he got a New on his boat. You feel me? Some of these coaches they they got a little they got something on their jacket already that's like ew you got one of them ew Scarlet Letter you know what I'm saying Sh-
2: Sean Payton Sean Payton ew you got one of them Ew. back to back losing seasons ew with, with Drew Brees how you Sean do
1: Payton ew Mike McCr- Ew how you get one of them ew Andy Reid oh. and you know that's the homie too we are gonna hear from him in a second we are we are we but like, it's like we like we like Andy yeah he did ew he didn't have one of them before. But, but is, you, he's not had an ew! he's still on his first goal. He hasn't had an ew just. Can we get an ew? ew? Ew. How you get how you get how you only get five ew? How you only get six wins this season? What you was doing? And ew. That's, that's what I
2: think is such a <laughs> an underrated part of the Mike Tomlin dialogue, too. Like,
1: how you only won five games? Ew. You stink.
2: That's bad. <laughs> is relative like he's still so young relative to, to the majority of his peers that have similar resumes as him. He's a he's a lot younger than Andy Reid. He's a lot younger hey, than Pete Carroll. He's, he's a lot, lot younger than Bill Belichick. Both of them cats. Now Belichick, obviously with the six Super Bowls, stands. And I know people try to oh, yeah. cut him down, and it was all Tom Brady and this no, and that. No, no, no,
1: man. Belichick is still the goat with but it. He's, man, he's, he's fired. Uh, up. He's got he's yeah. got
2: six rings. Okay, um, even if you divide he also, by two, even if you want to say, even if you want
1: to take all half of them still got a three-piece.
2: Right. also, too, and I know Brady won a ring without Belichick. As the co- he has a Brady coordinator won, Brady, or Belichick won two rings yeah, as a defensive co- yeah. coordinator, coordinator with the ones. Giants, right? Yeah, with, with the Lawrence Taylor Giants. Absolutely, man. So, so he's, two he's rings he's as stamped. a defensive coordinator, yeah. too, is is legit. Yeah,
1: and if we throw in them, man, Coach T got one of them, too. He does? Yeah. He does. Everybody absolutely. We're going to start throwing them out. Which, yeah, so,
2: like, it's one thing if you're claiming a Super Bowl ring when you're like, one of the sideline guys, you know. Yeah. what I mean, but if you're a defensive which, coordinator, you're which like, like yeah. yeah, like you you obviously have a have a, a big hand in that conversation yeah. and that success as well, too. Um but man, like he Mike Tomlin's legacy as a head coach in the NFL is is still uh far from written. Now, who knows, again, how much longer that's gonna be in Pittsburgh. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon, but he he could coach here for another handful of years. He could end up maybe he takes a couple of years off. Maybe he coaches about, again. Th- maybe think he about doesn't.
1: how old Pete Carroll. But like, because Pete Carroll is older than Pete Bill Belichick. Seventy three. Yes, he's seventy three. Belichick is like seventy yes, like one. Just think about that, and then pull up how old Coach Tomlin
2: is. Pete Carroll is seventy two.
1: Uh-huh. Oldest coach in the league. Seventy two years Oldest old. Oldest
0: coach in the uh-huh. league.
2: Wait, where's this list? No, this uh-huh. is an article about Pete Carroll. NFL head coaches by age. Yeah, man. Here we go. Here we go. Here. <laughs> what? Why is this so difficult? 72, Pete Carroll. 71, Belichick. 65, Andy Reid. 61, Ron Rivera. All right, now go, go down to John Coach Harbaugh, T. Give me Coach T. How Mike old? McCarthy. Uh-uh, no, Tom Balls. John to no, Payton. Stop it. Stop it! You're distracting me. 51. He is
1: 51. 51, bro. 51. There are 1,
2: 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 51. 8, 9, 10, 11. 12 coaches in the NFL older hey, uh, than Mike Tomlin. Quick math, because you
1: went to WU. That's a big school. How many years... Is that difference between Pete Carroll, who you said was 72, and Mike Tomlin, who we said was 51? (gasps) 21. 21, 21, 21. Can you do something for me? That's a whole lot of years, bro.
2: Mike Tomlin could have have a Bobby Bowden type (laughs) tenure by the time. Dude could coach in the NFL for 40 years. Bro. Did you just hear this? That is wild. How about Sean McVay? You realize Sean McVay? Us? Hold on, real quick. Can I just throw this out before I forget? Sean McVay is the youngest coach in the NFL still. This dude's oh, yeah, been yeah. around for like seven years. Yeah. He's still the youngest coach say, in the I was going to say,
1: D'Amico, Ryan, D'Amico Ryan is definitely older. Yeah, That's insane. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Anyways, That's crazy.
2: You look at all these other coaches that are like on the young part. It's like, okay, Mike McDaniel, he's been around for a few yeah. years. Zach Taylor, been around for a few years. Jonathan yeah. Gannon and D'Amico Ryan.
1: When I found Sean out McVay is still the
2: youngest coach in the When I found that's out D'Amico insane.
1: Ryan was ordered to Sean McVay, that blew my mind. I was like, oh, that's wow. That's insane. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. But, yeah, Absolutely. I mean,
2: Mike Tomlin, this is year 17. He could coach in the NFL for 35 years. Easily, man. I easily. Mean, not at not the same he, spot, but easily, he though. Maybe wants to do yeah. that? Maybe, maybe he doesn't want to be one of these guys who works until he's 75 like a psycho. Maybe he wants to enjoy yeah. the later stages of his life. But these coaches I are I mean, always, you look at Nick Saban. Nick
1: Saban is one of his guys, man. Yeah. How long has he been doing it? How old is he? Another example, man. Mhm. And that's a guy that did it, you know. And let's talk about what happened to Nick Saban in Miami. I was going to say I was going to say he did it at, at both levels. I was like, let's leave out Miami. Just <laughs> just yeah. Uh so
2: <laughs> So, yeah, just... <laughs> I would, quick, quick side note I know this was a thing like two years ago with USC yeah, and there's man. not a booster with a big enough checkbook yeah. was I believe the quote from Mike Tomlin but I, man Mike Tomlin would clean house You'd, in college football hey look Mike Tomlin would clean house in college football it, 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 you Bama would break the bank if, he, if, if Saban was
1: like I'm going holler at y'all and Coach T was like ah oh, I think I'm to take my talents down to Tuscaloosa <laughs>
2: <laughs> you put Mike Tomlin in Bama or Georgia, <laughs> he getting all the recruits, or Ohio State or USC, cool. he's getting all the Texas, somewhere like that. Like everybody's coming on deck. I promise he's, you, he's getting he's getting Dion Sanders recruit because you think primetime recruit with Coach Nick T, Saban yeah, coaching. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like that's the difference, man. Ooh, Absolutely, that would
2: be that would be insane, Coach. I know there's not a booster making a checkbook, would even, but I, I would
1: like to see it. Listen, Wes, i would probably come out of retirement and go coach with him down you there. Would, you would, I would join the staff, You'd be like, bro. You know
2: what? If, if, if Coach if T this, wants me on linebacker, I got linebacker. If
1: Coach T decides to go to bed with to coach, if he decided that I want to prove a point, I for certain I'd be like, you know what? Hey, listen, bet you know I love you. You know I love the kids, but. I own one still, so I got, I'm gonna go so highlight Let him real for like quick. Like three, four years. Look, I own one two real quick. Championships,
2: right? and then I'll be back. Because
1: I promise you, we gonna clean house down here. I promise you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it would be fun, Coach T, if you're listening.
1: But he ain't going nowhere, so we be good. But that would be the only place, though. If he was going, I was like, yeah, I will roll. Because Texas
2: for Texas A&M got a lot of money.
1: No, I'm just saying in general, like he would have to go to like a big like one of them. Like if he decided to do that, oh, for a fact, man. For a fact, that would be just because you know, I mean, you believe in him, man. That would be, and you know, it's gonna be a crazy, just like, yo, he's the big fish, man. That's the big fish. Come on, man. And I love Prime, but that's the big fish, the big fish. But anywho, man, I do want to, uh, you know, spend some time with the uh, congregation, the power watt or the power grid, the (laughs) megawatts combined them both. Uh, You see me, right? Especially since uh, we were talking about this old coach time on 17, uh. Non losing seasons consecutively to start the season out record breaking or to re- start his career out mm-hmm. record breaking. Mm-hmm. And we um, did ask for some of your feedback on the conversation because we know not everybody shares the same, you know, thoughts or even feelings no, towards some people, it. Some people mock it at this yeah. point. Yeah. And that is, you know, very well, something that we would like to talk about, man. Regardless of where you stand on it, man. So, like we said, man, to keep the convo going, easiest way to hit us up is on the Twitter.com at body 52 and at Wesley Euler. And uh, I believe Big Red, Andy Reed. We was just talking about him. We spoke him up. No more ill. You, you, you ain't on the ill list no more. All right, you on the ooh? Look at that. All right, so you on the ooh? Look at that list. So I think now he'll come with a little nuggies. Time's yours. You're he hey, a real one. You I appreciate you. Know I appreciate He you, don't take it personal, man. Man, you
2: make me laugh.
1: He don't take it personal, man.
2: Man, you make me laugh. And Andy, a good dude, Andy man. Andy Reid do love those nuggies, though. <laughs> Who was it that tweeted me yesterday? I'm looking, I'm looking back here for it. Who was it? I don't Alan. Know. Alan tweeted me yesterday, uh, after after you had departed, and uh, you know, talked about can we play the Al Pacino Baltimore soundbite like twenty times this week? <laughs> so before we get into that too, can we just What's, What's your fault?
0: Baltimore. Baltimore. What? Huh? Baltimore. Baltimore? What's that?
2: Look, it doesn't really matter, all right? It doesn't really matter, all right? Ain't that the truth. Big facts. <sighs> all right, mozi We got some tweets. You know we got some tweets. Well, let's uh, get Doug. after it. Doug will lead us off here. What up, Doug? And, and shout out to you, Doug. We appreciate you being here with us today, man. Doug says, I don't know what other Steelers fans are complaining about. I gloat to other fan bases that we haven't had a losing season in 17 years, coupled with the six Super Bowls that the franchise has, but maybe that's just me. I'm with you, Doug. I'm kind of like, what what that feel like? what that
1: feel like when you go into that last game and you literally have nothing to play? You know, honestly, since I unfortunately was not Born and raised a part of a Nation, and only have known a Nation's glory.
2: Oh, he was one of those ooh fans, you know, weren't you?
1: I, I, I've grown up a part of the Dallas fan base. You Blue
2: Star? All right, fans. I, I've
1: experienced Cowboys uh, Pagatari, All right, I, I, I've I've grown and, and molded my confidence and my willpower following that bloody franchise. All right, but then I've also been a part of Buffalo as well, where you know we've also had some uh, not so savory times. You know, you ever shipped? your car in november you ever start ending your lease in december not not into december i'm like december 1st you're like hey look bro can i get out this lease man you know we ain't finna be here past december 31st man chill out man all right we know it's over so can, can i just go ahead and break the lease early those are the convos that you have everywhere else in else. the nfl okay yes. especially around this time of year but 17 consecutive seasons of not having that is it's wild it's insane man so shout out to you doug man i'm with you baby it is a, a dope flex to be like bro when we were coming to some of these games late in the year, would be like, bro, you, you already shipped your cars, huh? You already broke your lease. You out. When your flight, man. I know you all January 1st, ain't you? Yeah, it's all right. You ain't got to tell you. Right, Trevor? What
2: What is funny to me is it's the duality of how people like to use the streak excuse for trash talk when it's convenient. Very much. Like, I know a lot of people who use the, ah, oh, well, the, you know, Steelers haven't finished below the Browns in the standings since 1989. It's going to happen this year for the first time since 1989. I know a lot of you have it's loved to remind. Uh, well, you uh, no, 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 no. What tragedy
1: took place in 1989? That you're going to use the references. Let me hear it. You reference every other tragedy every single time you give me any type of significance past 1990. You go bad, bad, real bad, medium bad, sprinkler bad, world war. You be like, God dang, bro. When are we going to go to World War I, bro? When are we going gotta- to go to was this is Pearl Harbor? We have like, yeah, I know. You know, since the bombing, of the, like, yo, bro, you just killing my PTSD over here. Like, come on, baby. So, 1989. What great tragedy is the Great Depression? You gonna bring up this time? What we gonna just the baby? Where do you wanna go? Which tragedy are you bringing up in 1989? Was there a president that got got? Was, I'm trying. Was there some great bank robbery? I'm sure. What was going on in 1989? Was the ball team? I don't even know. I know it was something that had to take place that was negative for you to remember that you gonna reference. And I was gonna be like, bro, why you gotta be so negative, bro? You know what happened in 1989? Happened this, in 1989?
2: Is good, this is a good one. I'm listening, baby. I'm listening. here. We. Go. Go now. The Berlin Wall got knocked down in 1989. <sighs> All right, all right, all right. I could win with that. Yeah, yeah. I could win with bad. that. Not bad, right? I could win with that. Not bad, right? Okay, okay, okay. I could win with see, that. Let's see if we got any other. I win with that. Let's Anything else? We, let's see if we got Anything any other uh, major major right. history events in nineteen. 19- Wayne Gretzky with that. became the NHL all time leading scorer hey, you, in nineteen eighty nine. You know what we like? Goal scoring. You know we like that stat, baby. Come we on, do, man. We like that stat we a lot. Do. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm looking for something dark and depressing. Uh, I'm about to say nothing. Shout the Otis Redding. Otis Redding and Stevie Wonder were inducted into the fourth ever class. You know, you know what? That's dark. That's dark
1: because if I remember correctly, Otis Redding was passed away by then, bro.
2: Yeah. Uh, Mario Lemieux became just the second player in NHL history to score 50 goals in less than 50 games. Oh, that's smooth. That's smooth. I with that. That's impressive. I can move with that. Uh, I mean, Ronald Reagan's presidency came to, the end, to <sighs> an end. Bill right. Walsh right. retired. Nah, that's a sad day. That's I a don't sad see day. anything... Uh,
1: Nothing tragic?
2: You know, Michael like Jordan it. scored his 10,000th point. Shout out to Jordan. Sounds like 89 was a pretty good year.
1: Shout out to 1989 day, baby. Who got best movie of the year? Rain Man. Rain? That's a classic, too. Shout out to Rain Man. All right. All right, then. I'm am find oh, no, out I'm still, hey, there I'm is still, nothing got, uh, negative that you can say in 1989
2: uh, I saw Princess Diana I got a, my heart stopped there for a second I, uh, she I was I just love she made up a famous this. visit to New York City <laughs> I, was like, I was like oh no come on come on are you going for the day or the year though I'm just going for the I'm just going for the year here. Yeah,
1: I was it's nothing on this
2: year though. I don't yeah, see I don't anything. See, I don't see anything. All right, I think we I think that
1: was actually a good year then. Let's
2: see, let's see. Oh, I Lord. think that was actually a good year, bro. Oh Lord, Salvador Dali did something. His pictures here. Oh, Lord. he passed away. He was 84 years old uh, He was He yeah, you, you kind of loses suspense. Yeah, it was his time to go. It's
1: never his time, but you, it's not as ah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's a, you know what that's Yeah. Because you want to you want to keep running numbers up, but yeah. I'm glad, I'm
2: glad you. I'm glad you. Yes.
1: Okay. That's, that's okay. That's so amazing. shout out to the na- I think it's a shout out to 1989, bro. Well, you know what Wolf would
2: tell us if he was here? What happened? He would say in 1989 we started the season they lost to the Browns like 48 to nothing in the first game of the year. So Wolf would be like, uh, "There actually was a respect. tragedy." Ah, uh, Disney World opened for the first time. Bro, that's 1989, ep- 1989 was Great a year. vibe.
1: You know why it was so far? Great year. Tell me. Because I was one years you, old.
2: Because you were bored? I was
1: born I was, one, oh, right. you one, I was yeah. one. You know what I mean? I had my first year on Earth, and it was like, you know what? Let's just make it doper now. Bad Boy Pistons look beat, at that. The, beat the, the, the Lakers. The, the film Batman opens on Ooh. general release, and that was actually my favorite movie of all
2: time. Now, look at this one. July OG. 31st, 1989. The Game Boy is released in North Bro, America. Bro,
1: check it out. Go back up to July 1st. What else happens in July? Or July 5th?
2: Uh, Seinfeld premieres. That's Shout a pretty out big to one. Seinfeld, that's a, wow. That's a bro. pretty big one. 1989 uh, is a vibe the most year, bro. famous TV show ever. Yeah, that's a pretty shot. The 1989. Oh, uh, you know what? Here's your here's your bad one for 1989. Would you got from Pete you... Rose received his lifetime ban from baseball?
1: You know what? That was actually tragic, man. Now, kind of cause and effect. I get it, but at the same time, very tragic. Okay, because yeah, he's still in, he's still in <laughs> baseball gym. Kind of
2: cause effect.
1: Kind of cause and effect. Kind of cause and effect. You know,
2: kind of. I get it. <laughs> Paul Taguibou, you know, just, elected as NFL commissioner. In shout to Paul! Shout out to Paul, man. I, there's nothing overly tragic though, like we've done in the past with some of these. So you're
1: right. The Berlin Wall coming down that's was probably thing. the biggest that's thing, but thing. that's a positive. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. No, no, no space incidents, nothing. Cold War, no. I don't see.
2: No. Famous, famous birthdays here. I mean, so I yeah, bro, we bro, made we it straight, through. Bro. We made it through the bad we stuff. We good, then, We're man. Good. Shout out to 1989, baby. Shout out to 1989, Doug. I like that. Let's get it. Uh, Corey tweets us and says. Uh, You don't have to tell them they're idiots. Deep down, they know. Mike T is a (laughs) ghost.
1: Shout out to Corey on that one, man. No, we don't want to call them idiots. No, they're not idiots. Yeah, no, again. They're not idiots. No, no, no. It's just different personal, personal preference, man. Some people are very passionate about the championship, and they might just be blind a little bit to their true feelings about regular wins because, yes, the championship is the ultimate goal. That's like the best feeling in the world, right? But at the same time, we can't act like
2: the other wins don't matter. Also, you know what I mean. Like, and Mike Tomlin does yeah. have a championship too. And that's the other part. It's and Not I like know, he just won want, it; and never we had it. Want yeah. More than one. Yeah. He wants more than one. And he's he been, the same he, thing. and he's appeared in multiple. But like, here in Pittsburgh, look around at how many all-time legendary coaches in the National Football yeah. League Hall of Fame coaches have won. Yeah, I mean it's it's a tough league to win, man. And you know, it reminds me a lot, mozi. Um, like the '90s Atlanta Braves, the '90s Atlanta Braves have like uh, the Major League Baseball record. They have like 14 straight yeah. seasons of making the playoffs and not having a losing year. Right, won their division back, like 14. With, back with
1: Chipper Jones and all them yes. guys, man. Like they won the you division. That was actually the first baseball stadium I, I like ever that. visited, man. Was it really? Yeah, down not down in Atlanta.
2: Not they had 14 consecutive non-losing seasons. Yeah. Sorry, they won the division 14, 14 straight, straight years. 14 Straight years, won the man. Division. Playing a on of, TBS. a lot of Braves fans would say, "Yeah, we only won one World Series in there. The Yankees won wor- more World more Series than we than did." That time so frame. you know, yep. But like, I I don't know, man. The fact that you won a championship in that run to me justifies it. Yes, I'm sure the Braves. You absolutely want more than one, but you won your division for 14 straight years. You won a World Championship in there. Like, that's impressive.
1: And we're also not saying that you settle with this, but we're also saying that at the same time. It hasn't gotten to a point where when you look at how those other 10 years have ended, it's usually because it's falling off a cliff. Or it's like, bro, this is ill, like we talked about. We're waiting on the ill. This was supposed to be the ill. It looked like it was about to make us ill. Three weeks ago, we thought we was going to get real ill, right? When it was Cardinals and then it was Patriots, we was like, bro, we're about to barf ourselves. This is about to be nasty. Uh-huh. But now here we are. And you know we're going to end with 10 wins. You know that, right?
2: Angry, you know that, right? Oh, you know it. You know it, right? You know it. Angry Bike Land with the correction here. He's our Tony Reale. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was May of 1989 that the MGM Studios theme park opened at Walt Disney World, you not Disney World itself. You know what? That sounds right, Angry no, Bike Land. No, no. That's what he said. That that's you. what it said, yeah. Yeah. I didn't lay yeah. that out because obviously Disney World opened earlier right, right, right. than but 1989.
1: Yeah, that's definitely what it said. That though, one MGM. Felt wrong as I was yeah, saying it. It did but say you MGM were, up there.
2: You, were, you yeah. were correct. Yes. Richard also follows up. It was yep. 51 to nothing by the Browns. That was tragic in 1989. Yes. That was very tragic, actually. Very tragic. Very, very tragic. But the Steelers responded and made the playoffs that season.
1: And that's what you need to do, man. You got to respond, and that's how you make the playoffs. But we're going to respond by going to another break, so that way I can stay on this clock the right way, okay? Because we don't want to get in trouble today. I ain't got time for it on the Moat, so it's Wednesday. So, don't touch that, Dallas. Arthur Moss this is Wesley Uli, and this is Steelers Blitz on Steelers Nation Radio and Fox Sports Pittsburgh.
0: This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR.
1: Well, they say it's your 24-7 home of the Steelers Nation radio. That's what they call it. Well, that means it's Arthur Motes and Wesley Euler, final segment of our first hour of today's show on SNR, simulcasting, of course, on Fox Sports PA. Sounds really cool when you think about it. But um we've been keeping this convo going, man, surrounding coach Tomlin, 17 consecutive seasons to start out his career without a loss or losing season, excuse me. Correct. Season below 500. Correct. All that good stuff, right? You funny. But um like I said, man, we've been keeping the convo going. Obviously we've been having your uh feedback in terms of the power grid, of the megawatt, so we do want to continue that to finish up this first out. before we start, you know, turning the page towards Baltimore. Baltimore? In that second would, 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 it, it, Drop the clip real quick, bro. All right, hold on. Yeah. Just, drop yeah. the I mean, clip. It's only right.
2: right? Drop the clip. Yeah, it's only right.
1: Baltimore. What your fuck? Baltimore. What? Baltimore. What? Baltimore? What's
0: that? Look, it doesn't really matter, all right?
1: That's what that's our energy for the day. I'm just letting you know that. Okay, so all at, week. the second half of the show, that's what you're going to be hearing a lot of, all right? But for right now, let's get back to your
2: tweets. I'm not eating any seafood this week just out mm. of protest of Baltimore. I like your style, man. I like your style. Max Starks, you know, he was talking this morning. He Mm -hmm. was like talking to Wolf and I about some place he wants to take us out for dinner in Uh Baltimore. I said, "Uh -uh." Mm uh-uh. I said, I'm bringing Primanti's sandwich and that's all I'm eating.
1: I respect that. See, I like your mindset because it's one of two ways. You either are anti-everything about him or I do it my way. I'm going to go eat all your food. Well, that's true, actually. I'm going to go put my feet up on your chair. Woo. I want to wear your bathrobe and your favorite Woo. house slippers. In fact, Wes, what side of the bed you sleep on? I'm sleeping on that side of the bed. It that's, doesn't matter that's, what side of the bed That's the energy I'm on. No, all. actually, I like you that feel energy more.
2: Yeah. Right. Like, uh, with the other. Yeah, like hey, Devin hey. and Denver would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. eat their food, Uh huh. drink their liquor, uh-huh. kiss their women wait, wait. consensually. Very
1: consensually, very consensually. And if you're in a relationship like your boy, don't kiss their women. Just walk away, all right? That's the rule. Just in theory. In theory, yes. You heard the song. Beat them so bad their girlfriends don't want to kiss that. I want to walk in your trap and take over your trap. I can't take over it. Unless I put my feet up on your couch. You feel That's me? A good point. Unless I'm drinking out your I don't need my own couch. I listen, want your You couch. know that mug you got that say number one dad? I want to drink out that one.
0: Whoa, don't That's come the from one my, I, I want to drink
1: out your number one dad mug. That's what I want. Whoa. So let's get these tweets. What the tweets talking about real Whoa. quick, man? I'm drinking out your number one dad mug. That's my I, mean, energy. I only
2: got a couple, I only got a couple. I only got one father's day, two father's days under my yeah, belt. Say, I mean, you get you, I don't I, have too many mugs, I, yet. I, I've been be stacking them up.
1: I got a nice little collection, all right? It looked real good. You put them together, you be like, all right, look at my trophies, man. Yeah, they, they're my dad trophy. I'm going to call them dad trophies. I got another than one dad? Yeah, best in the nation. Best in the, <laughs> Let's nation. Go with the nation. Oh, we forgot about that last week. Although <laughs> he done. didn't play, to be fair. Because he's the best in the nation.
2: He's the best in the nation. <laughs> Jamal Adams.
1: I always think of your wife in retired too, now. She loves it.
2: Just because of that. The best in the, the nation. The best in the nation. Honey, is he even good? He's pretty good. He's not the best in the nation. definitely not the nation, though. <laughs> Chris Lee tweets. And says, congrats to Coach T. It's a great accomplishment, and I hope they extend his contract. As always, love the show. Uh, he also wants to know how you would scheme up our defense to protect the middle of the field with the injuries that we have.
1: Nah, man, I appreciate you on that, man. And, um, yeah, definitely loving what we're saying for Coach T, man. I'm all I do for- think they'll extend his contract. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be anything crazy, you know, because if you think about his extensions that he's been going over the past five years, they've been singular
2: years, singular years.
1: That's it. Yep. So I don't It'll think anything thing. changes. Yeah, I think it's be a five year right. contractor. Yeah. Right. Because all the other stuff that we're criticizing for still is on the table, but in terms of what he's been able to accomplish in this transition. Yeah. I definitely think you go ahead and give him another year on that, man. I think so too. Yeah. But um, in terms of how I would uh, adjust the defense, honestly, they are doing a great job these past two games with the amount of injuries they've had on the secondary. The reason why y'all have seen a lot of Eric Rowe, number 25, make a lot of plays. We run almost exclusively cover three now. Earlier in the season, we were heavy man-to-man, Tampa two defense, right? Difference between man-to-man, Obviously, you know, you point to the guy that you got from a receiving standpoint, and that's the guy you follow around all mm-hmm. over the field, right? Mm-hmm. But typically, you got to have good athletes, right? Fast guys, guys that are smart, guys that can cover. Mm-hmm. Earlier in the season, we had Quan, Cole, Landon, right? You have Minka Fitzpatrick out there. Now, even DeMonte Casey, even a Camden Now, it's a very different cast of characters. Even a Trenton Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you see, we're getting really thin down there, oh, all right? Lord. So now we're to the point where we're talking about starting last week was Mark Robinson, who has, you know, been kind of inconsistent with his eyes and his opportunities. And Miles Jack, who's been inactive active all season except for the week prior to that. Sure, sure. On the back end, you have Miles Killebrew starting, Eric Rowe starting, Patrick Peterson starting. So it's a lot of different body types and different levels of skill specifically related to defense. So what they are doing is running the same defense, but they are window dressing the heck out of it. And they're doing an exceptional job of it. And that's a big reason why you've seen these past two games, multiple footballs Mm -hmm. hit our defenders in the face. Mm -hmm. Now, we caught a lot more the previous week. We should have had one this last game, though. Literally the first throw that Geno throws, it hits Eric Rowe right in the face. Should have been, been a
2: pick. man. Might have changed his yeah. entire performance.
1: Should have been a pick, man. <laughs> yeah. But that's the type of stuff, you know what I mean, that we're doing with this group. So I don't think that there's a lot that we can adjust to. I know we saw DK Metcalf go crazy. DK is DK though. So it's like, man, you're asking Joey Porter Jr. to deal with what I looked. I looked at it and said, man, that's little, like that's a boy versus a man. No disrespect to JPJ, he's going to grow into that, and he will definitely match it a lot better the next time, I think. Mm-hmm. But that, to me, just looked like the difference of a dude that's been playing National Football League versus a dude that's been playing in college and coming up here, and this is his first real grown man, grown man. He hasn't seen an A.J. Brown this year. That's a grown man. And it just looked like that. You watch yep. him when he yep. catches, you watch when he blocks. Even the play where it was the air quote holding man, you watch the tape on that play, man. You tell me JPJ trying to make a play on that. No, that's DK ragdolling him and saying, here, I'm going to throw you in here because I'm trying to judge you at the end. And the referee was like, nah, man, you're doing a little too much. Let me throw this flag. But that's what that was, man. But, you know, as a whole, baby.
2: They're, they're doing a good job. They're with doing they doing
1: Yeah, I'm like, man, outside of that, it's like you live with that. If that's a superstar, you make the superstar be superstar. You make that superstar have to be a superstar. And at the end of the day, what happened? Drop we, the hey back. man, you you get it. You bother him enough. You do enough. You're close enough. Hey, make him make him be a superstar for four quarters.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Make him be a superstar, and we saw he did it for a lot, but he didn't do it when they needed it the most. Two times back to back to him right in the end zone. We knew where the ball was going. We got the stops. So that's kind of where we are right now. We're gonna be in that cover three a lot. Yeah, we're gonna be in that cover three a lot, baby. Yeah. But and it has pros. Lot, and but, that
2: makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
1: The good thing is it's simple. So you shouldn't have a lot of missed errors or mental errors, even though we did have some mental errors last week. We should be good with that because it's very simple and it allows you to see the quarterback. So now instead of you trying to worry about if I'm athletic enough to run with this guy, now I'm just trying to see if this quarterback is going to make a mistake. And I'm just trying to catch the football. So that's kind of the mindset with it. So I'm like I said, I like where they're at right now with it. I think that's well said. <sighs> professor yeah. Man, well, shout out to that, man. We're going to so, hear from uh, you again here in a couple minutes. Yeah, man, you know we're going to spin a block real quick. So don't touch that, dial. You already know what it is. And when we get back, is somebody saying five-star? Ooh, Wednesday. What, what is it, five-star? Man, if only, Troy.
2: It's a five-star
1: matchup. Hey, Troy. we in it. Five-star matchup. Yeah. whenever you hear the Hall of Fame of Troy Palamalu talk, you know what time that means. So don't touch that, Dad. We'll be right back. Arthur most Wesley
0: Still Steelers Nation Radio, Simon Kasson on Fox Sports Pittsburgh. You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project, a bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an s Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At s and it's just what we do. s and Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.